Hey, you are listening to Holistically Whole. I'm your host, Dawn Vason, and we've been talking about healthy habits, and today we're going to chat about the psychology of habit formation. You guys are ready? I am. Do you want to develop good habits or change the bad habits into productive ones? You know, Understanding the psychology of habit formation is essential to forming new habits or changing these old ones. Knowing how a habit forms will help you create a positive, useful habit and get rid of the habits that can hurt you. So let's talk about that today. First and foremost, habits begin with goals. You know, researchers at the University of Southern California found that habits come from a motivation to act. The desired goal influences why a habit is formed. And the motivation can be positive, such as uh, developing healthy eating habits or good study habits in college. And motivation can also come from avoidance and creating habits that you uh, that help you have uh, by keeping you away from troubles or situations, right? These things that kind of protect you. Uh, low self-esteem can lead to bad habits. And if you don't feel that you deserve good things, you may develop bad habits that reinforce this belief by bringing you negative results. Goals are centered on what in state a person wants to accomplish when an action brings a person closer to the goal they will repeat and improve on it until it becomes a habit the goal could be general you know like staying safe or being a better driver or it could be something more specific like studying to get a particular degree or maybe losing a certain amount of weight the goal of the bad habits is to usually escape from some unpleasant reality or focus attention on something other than the underlying issue. Habits develop in three stages, okay? So habits contain these three-stage loop, and it runs on repeat. Each time a person goes through the loop, the habit becomes more formed and ingrained as a part of their behavior. The three stages are the cue or trigger stage, then the behavior stage, and last but not least, the reward stage. So the cure trigger stage is the circumstance that kind of causes this person to have a goal, right? When something new happens, your mind processes the situation as either life-threatening or non-threatening. So you quickly form a goal to deal with the situation by fighting, avoiding, or accepting the input. And each time you're presented with the same situation, your mind references the previous decision and causes you to act fight, avoid, or accept it. Without the cue or trigger, your brain won't process the situation the same. Now, habits are formed by repeatedly being exposed to that same cue or trigger. The behavior stage comes next, and scientists at the University of College, the University College London, studied the behavior of a person, uh, what, what a person does when faced with a cue or trigger. They found out that the more a person performed the same action or response, the more efficient they came at carrying out that behavior. So over time, the behavior becomes a routine and it requires less thought to actually perform. It usually takes on average about 66 repetition for behavior to become a habit. And some people develop habits a lot more quickly while others need more time. But the emotions attached to that cue or behavior play a major role in how fast uh, it becomes a habit. The stronger the emotions, the more the cue and the behaviors are reinforced. Last but not least, we have the reward stage. 
The reward for performing an action after a cue or trigger also performs that habit loop. It kind of solidifies the whole process. And if an action helps a person to reach their intended goal, the reward signals their brain that the action is useful each time they encounter that cue or trigger. They will repeat the same action over and over to reach that reward. So an example would be, imagine yourself driving a car. Um, One of the rules of driving is to use a turn signal. But knowing that rule isn't enough to form a habit. (laughs) However, if each time you drive the car and you use the signals properly, you're able to safely change lanes, make a turn, you know, uh, get where you need to go. You begin to turn on that signal automatically, um, just like habit. Unlike someone who's new at driving, who actually has to think about turning on that turn signal before they do it. Conversely, if you don't use the turn signals and still arrive safely, not using them becomes a bad habit. (laughs) So your mind won't make the connection between that action of using the turn signal and driving safely because there's no reward associated with the action. So this is why that last reward stage is so important. But the good thing about all of this is our habits can be changed. Once something becomes a habit, you're no longer consciously thinking about taking an action. And changing a habit requires changing all three parts of the habit loop. Smoking is a dangerous, unhealthy habit. And to stop a smoking, a person kind of has to have a different goal other than having that cigarette. When they're presented with the cue or, dr- or trigger, like having a drink or after meals, they need to change their action. People trying to stop smoking will often chew gum instead or, you know, maybe pop a mint (laughs) as that distraction and response to the trigger of having a drink or after a meal. And once they change that action that they take as a response to the cue or trigger, this is how you reset a habit. So that means, yes, there is a chance and you can create new healthy habits even if you have bad ones. And another rule of thumb I always like to share is that it's easier to plant more plants than it is to pull a lot of weeds. So the one way you can change the way that you go about your day and the habits that you have is by creating new habits instead of trying to change a whole bunch of old habits that may be set in stone. Try to create a new habit this week. Maybe that habit is mindfulness. Maybe try journaling, especially while we are on quarantine. You guys, get creative, start something new, and have some fun with it. And notice the cycle. I will see you guys next time. Have a fabulous week. You are listening to Holistically Whole, and I am Dawn Vason.